Welcome to Prologues. My name is Mary, and when I get overwhelmed and start feeling behind, I find it helpful to zoom out and remind myself that I am still in the beginning of my story. I'm sharing all of my life's chapters, mental health, relationships, wellness, beauty, the chaos of being in my 20s, and all of life's unexpected turns. Prologues is the best way to start your week, so join me every Monday morning for a new entry into my digital journal. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Prologues. It's the first Christmas episode of the podcast ever, and I'm so excited. I'm a huge Christmas person, and if you celebrate Christmas, I feel like no one can deny that it's officially Christmas time. I used to put up my Christmas decorations at the start of November because I really didn't like Thanksgiving, but somehow as an adult and I've as I've enjoyed spending time with my family more and more, I've really come to enjoy going home for Thanksgiving. And so now I do wait until after. But I'm ready. I'm putting up my Christmas decorations this weekend. I wish I'd done it last weekend, which was the first weekend after Thanksgiving. But we were traveling back to Arlington, VA from my parents' house. So I just didn't get around to it. So Christmas decorations are going up this weekend. I've been making loads of plans for December with friends, with loved ones to just enjoy the holiday. I will say that I feel like in my adult years, I have had to work to recapture the feeling of Christmas magic that I felt as a kid. And I think that's a really common experience. If you Google like, why doesn't Christmas feel like Christmas anymore? Or you like go on TikTok and you search that, there are so many people talking about feeling that loss of Christmas magic and Christmas doesn't feel like Christmas anymore. And I think there's so many reasons why that can be the case. There's the fact that you miss the nostalgia from your youth and you know you'll never experience that again. More responsibilities and less free time. Complicated or bad relationships with families, bad memories, increased mental health issues or stress. Like There's so much that can happen during this time of year that can take away from the feeling of enjoying the holiday. And I felt like that for a long time and I would get really sad every Christmas because it just didn't feel special anymore. But as an adult and as someone who has come to enjoy romanticizing their life in every capacity year round, I feel like I have really honed in on how to make Christmas feel like Christmas again in my own life. So that's what I want to talk about today. Consider this a Christmas special follow-up from the How to Romanticize Your Life episode and maybe even the Autumn 2023 to-do list episode and definitely part of the Hibernation series. I have a list of activities and suggestions for things you can do to make Christmas feel like Christmas again. And it was important to me that some of them are free, some of them are cheap, some of them are not, but there's something in it for everyone who celebrates Christmas and who wants to recapture that sense of Christmas magic. Something that I feel in my life that led to me not feeling the Christmas magic for a couple of years was I didn't really realize how hard the adults in my life worked when I was a child to create the magic. I didn't realize that I needed to go create the magic for myself. The magic isn't inherent in December 25th in the day. It's in what you make of the season. And as a kid, my parents... They helped us feel the Christmas magic. It was always a big day in our house to go cut down the Christmas tree and bring it home and decorate it. We would all go as a family and find a Christmas tree. My dad would saw it down. We'd bring it back to the house. My mom would play the Nat King Cole Christmas album and she'd make vegan hot chocolate and we would all decorate the tree together. That was a way that I felt a lot of magic. We would make Christmas cookies. We went caroling. We at the time were involved in holiday stuff at the church. And you know, my relationship with that is complicated now, but it was Christmas themed activities. 
We would do Christmas Eve together with my extended family. And as a kid, my siblings and I were totally waking up at four in the morning and running through the house demanding parents wake up and we go and you know open presents for each other. I think my parents did a good job at just creating activities, not expensive, like even free or like super affordable activities that just felt special and created Christmas magic. And now as an adult, it's up to me to create the magic. I think there's so many reasons why I love Christmas. One, it's in the winter, my favorite season. Two, I love any season of life that encourages a lot of reflection and just thinking about who you are and where you've been and where you're going. The end of the year is a perfect time to do that. New Year's is potentially one of my favorite holidays ever. I think it's between New Year's and Christmas. Just because New Year's Eve is a time that for me has always been this huge reflection day. And that's another reason why I love this time of year. But I also just love a fun... I just love an activity. I love a themed activity. And Christmas is so full of those. So today we're going to be talking about a bunch of different ways that you can make Christmas feel like Christmas again. This list is heavily inspired by the activities that I've been planning for myself. So you're going to see me doing a lot of these things on my Instagram and my YouTube vlogs during this upcoming December. Before we start, I do just want to say, if you're a person that really struggles during the holiday season, I want to let you know that you're not alone. I want to just offer some love and some compassion and say, I hope things feel a little easier this year. I hope you can find some good moments throughout the season. I also only have one announcement that I'd like to make before we get into the episode. And that is that I have come out with my own collection with Rellery. If you follow me on other social media platforms, you have guaranteed seen me wearing this gold Leo necklace. It's like a pendant, a circular pendant that has the Leo Zodiac and also a lion's head on it. I've barely taken it off in the last three years. I've literally had it since December 2021. Almost never take it off. Back in September, I was thinking about career goals for myself. And I wrote in my notes app on September 3rd that it would be so cool if I was able to release a a necklace with Rellery because I just love them so much. It's my favorite jewelry brand. Two days later, literally two days later, Rellery DM'd me on Instagram and asked if I would be open to collaborating and designing a necklace with them. And I freaked out. Like, Talk about manifestation. Okay? Talk about manifesting. I'd never manifested anything that fast before. It was crazy. So I obviously said yes. And we've been working so hard on it. There are actually four pieces in the collection, three necklaces and one set of earrings. We've been working so hard. Like I've never designed something as detailed as this completely from scratch. I worked with the artist on the team and the founder of the brand. And every detail is so personal and has come from my creativity and represent something really important to me. It's been a educational process. I've learned so much just about the production of jewelry and how that works, which has been really interesting to me. And it's something I'm very proud of and so excited for. The collection launched yesterday, December 3rd, Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And if you are listening to this episode, whether you're looking to buy or you're just looking to see what it is. So if you're interested, you can go check those out. I've posted loads of information on Instagram and it's on Rellery's website. Just wanted to share because something I'm very proud of, something I'm very excited for. And it's a manifestation success story. So if you've listened to the How to Manifest Your Dream Life episode and you haven't started manifesting yet, you guys should start. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I have one more update. The merch restock is on December 19th. I'm very excited. I'm bringing back the hibernation crew neck and the you have time crew neck. I'm also making the you have time crew neck in dark green this time. It will come in white and dark green. Also have tote bags and expanding the size range to 3x. So that launch is happening December 19th. I'll say this again in the weeks leading up to it. But if you were hoping to get your hands on a crew neck or just a piece from the collection, that's when it'll be happening. So I know I have been launching a lot of things and talking about loads of things lately. And I just really wanted to thank anyone who has supported me or supported the podcast or supported uh, my collaboration with Rellery. It means so much to me and I wouldn't be doing any of this without you guys. I'm so grateful. I never take it for granted. So thank you for supporting me. Um, Even just by listening to this podcast, you're supporting me and you're supporting my dreams. So I just wanted to say thank you. Okay, let's get into the episode. Surprise, surprise, I have a list on my phone as someone whose entire life is pretty much run by their notes app. I've got a little list. To set the tone for this episode, I just want you to know that I'm wearing Christmas pajamas and I have a fir tree scented candle going right now. I'm leaning into it. All right, let's do this. First thing I'm doing is I bought a very cheap roll of gingerbread cookie dough and I ordered cheap Christmas-shaped cookie cutters and a rolling pin off of Amazon. And I'm going to make gingerbread cookies. I've never done that before. It just feels festive. I think it'd be a cute photo op. Have you ever been on Pinterest and you've seen those like cookie cutout photos and there's flour everywhere and there's Christmas things and they've probably put like a pine branch covered in snow in the background because it's they're trying to make the photo look cute? I love that. I want to take that. I love taking photos of little moments. I think it just helps you romanticize it. So when I decorate my house for Christmas this weekend, I'm going to also make gingerbread cookies. I've never done that before. It just feels kind of grown up. It feels like, you know what? I'm 25. I make cookies now. If I was really grown up, I'd probably make them from scratch. But baby steps. Maybe that's 26. 26 26-year-old Mary's going to do that. We'll see. Christmas pajamas. Old Navy, surprisingly, actually, maybe not surprisingly, their Christmas pajamas slay. Target's Christmas pajamas slay. I'm wearing a set from Grey Bandit right now. They just came out with a sleep collection. It's so cute. I think at Target, you can get matching Christmas pajamas for the whole family and even for your pets. I did that last year. Matt did fuss a little bit about wearing matching pajamas with me and we decorated the tree. He didn't fuss a ton. I think because I filmed it for YouTube, which I'm going to do this year too, he was a little fussy. But then he wore them all season off camera and didn't say a word. This year, I want to get Fergus a little Christmas sweater, which I know Matt isn't going to like. Matt thinks that I am like such a dog mom. He's like, Fergus doesn't need to wear clothes. Yes, he does. It's, it's cute. Okay. It's Christmas. It's cute. So I definitely recommend matching pajamas for the family and wear them. You can wear them during so many of the activities on this list. So next, this is something I'm doing in two weeks. I'm having a movie slash Christmas craft night with my friends. We have not decided on a movie yet, but I really want to watch The Holiday. The Holiday and Love Actually are not only two of my favorite Christmas movies, but they're also two of my favorite movies of all time. I don't know which one I like better. Love Actually is just, it hits the spot. The Holiday, though, has Cameron Diaz and Jude Law, who are both delightful people to watch in a rom-com. Like, no one was in her bag more than Cameron Diaz in the 2000s when it comes to rom-coms. She's impeccable. Every character she plays, I identify with because I feel like she plays intense characters and that's 
a word that I would describe myself as. And Jude Law in The Holiday plays a book editor who is very in touch with his feelings and has two adorable daughters and he's a recent widower. So like heartstrings, heartstrings. During our movie night, we're all going to wear Christmas pajamas and everybody's bringing a Christmas themed snack. It's like a little potluck. We decided as a friend group, we weren't going to do a gift exchange this year just because there's a lot of us and no one really needs more stuff. But we decided we were going to give each other the greatest gift of all, which was quality time with each other, especially since one of my friends is moving to a different state in January and then I'm obviously moving next summer. So we decided quality time was the most important part. So I'm going to be bringing a Christmas-themed charcuterie board. I looked on Pinterest. I decided I was going to do this before I actually knew what it would look like. But I went on Pinterest and I looked up Christmas charcuterie board. And there are loads of options of either boards that are shaped like Christmas trees or Christmas wreaths. So I think that's really cute. And then if you just add things like cranberries and sprigs of rosemary that look like pine trees and things like that, it just looks Christmassy. So that's what I'm bringing. I think we're also going to do a hot chocolate bar. One of my friends said she was bringing deviled eggs, which I love that for her. I love deviled eggs. Do I understand the connection to Christmas? No. But you know what? I love them. So excited for that. And I am working on convincing people to build gingerbread houses with me. You can get gingerbread house kits from pretty much every grocery store at this time of year. And my gingerbread houses have never turned out good in my life. They always either fall down or they just look awful. And to be honest, I don't really enjoy eating gingerbread houses because when you get the kits... The gingerbread usually is stale because it's been in this kit for ages. The icing is hard to manipulate and it's hard as a rock. And I don't love the generic hard candies that come in the kits either. So the only reason that I do this is for the vibe, but I do it every year and it's so fun. So whether it's with friends, family, your partner, I think planning a Christmas movie night in pajamas, maybe it's a potluck, maybe you're decorating cookies or making wreaths or something like that is such a fun idea. And it's also a great photo opportunity. And it's a way to spend quality time with people. And you don't even have to leave the house, which I love. Another idea is you can go ice skating. Depending on where you live, a lot of cities will have ice rink pop-ups. So in DC, I think there's actually two. There's one near the, the portrait gallery. And then I believe there's one on the wharf. I'm trying to convince people to go ice skating with me. I went ice skating. Wait, when did I go last? I went two years ago and that was pretty fun. I did okay. But two years before that, so four Christmases ago, I tore all of the ligaments in my right ankle because I went with my nieces and nephews I'm from Gloucester, so we had to drive like all the way to Newport News, or maybe it was no, it was Newport News to go ice skating. And I went with my nieces and nephews, and I was actually killing it. Like, I'm not an ice skater by any means, but I was kind of killing it. I got off the wall faster than anybody else. That's all I'm saying. I feel like you go ice skating, you spend the first like four laps around the rink just holding on to the wall for dear life. And that's what I did. But then I struck out on my own. And I actually was doing really well. I was picking up speed. I was kind of figuring out how to turn. <laughs> and I felt very proud of myself. Pride went before the fall, quite literally. When one of my nieces skated directly in front of me, she was pretty young. So sometimes I feel like little kids just don't 
understand where they are in relation to other objects or people. So she just skates right in front of me as I'm picking up speed. And rather than barrel into her, I just tried to stop as fast as I could, but I didn't know how to stop. So I dug my picks at the front of my ice skates into the ice, which I think was very much the wrong decision because I went flying forward, but the pick in one of my boots had dug into the ice and didn't let my foot move. And I hear this audible ripping sound coming from my foot and it hurt so bad. It felt like someone was cutting my foot off because my boot was holding my foot in position as the rest of my body went forward. (sighs) It was so bad. I tore all the ligaments in my foot my entire foot and ankle turned black. Like I'm not being dramatic. They turned black because I had bruised myself so badly. There was so much blood coming to the surface. I couldn't walk for two weeks. I remember New Year's that year. I had to put my... I wanted to wear heels. That obviously wasn't going to work out very well. So I wore these ankle boots that had a lot of ankle support. And then I hobbled around town all night and I ended up having to be carried home because I was like trying to push through it. And it, it was just so bad. I couldn't walk for two weeks. However, I did get back on the horse two years ago and I went ice skating again and I killed it. So I'm going to do that again this year, probably by the wharf, I think, because the wharf also has so many beautiful decorations. So I think that'd be fun. For me, it's just a matter of finding someone to go with me. Matt doesn't like to ice skate. One of my friends was an ice skater, so I could probably convince her, but most of my other friends don't like it either. So if even if it's just me and one friend, I would not go ice skating because also the outfit is so cute for ice skating. You guys know the ballet core trend. Sometimes ballet core outfit videos make me consider looking up adult ballet classes in my area. Like I have Googled beginner level adult ballet near me, even though I did ballet as a kid. I've probably forgotten all of it. I know I'm not as flexible as I used to be. But I sometimes the outfits are just so cute. It has me looking up like, "Mm, where could I take a ballet class? Because a cute outfit makes me feel so good about myself. That's why I talked about it in How to Beat the Fall and Winter Uglies. Like The outfits make the occasion sometimes. Ice skating, I feel like, has a similar aesthetic. You can just like leggings, big socks. If you have leg warmers, I say, go for it scarves, little bow in the hair, fuzzy earmuffs, like adorable. So adorable. And usually, at least at the places I've gone to before, ice skating is pretty cheap. I think it's fun when your city or your area does an ice rink pop-up though, because it feels very special because it's not there all the time. I would recommend doing that or going to an outdoor place more than I'd recommend going to an indoor ice rink. But if that's what you can do, then definitely go for it. But malls will also have them, like big malls. And that's great as well because another item on this list is going to your local mall, not even to buy anything, just to be in the mall atmosphere. I feel like malls at Christmas time, the air smells different. The Christmas music is playing, the decorations are beautiful, and the energy is so good. I don't love shopping in person. I just get so socially anxious. And especially at the holidays, usually the malls are pretty packed. But I like to go during Christmas time because the atmosphere is just excited. People are walking around buying Christmas gifts. You can stop by Cinnabon or Auntie Anne's and get a little seasonal snack. And if you don't want to decorate your own home or you don't have time to decorate your own home, it's a great place to just like feel the Christmas decorations, feel the magic and get into the mood. And then go ice skating. Perfect day. 
Something that I'm doing this year for the first time in like 15 years. I'm really excited about it. Matt and I are going to go see The Nutcracker. When I was a kid, The Nutcracker used to freak me out. We had this like Nutcracker animated movie on VHS and it scared me. I think the rat and the mat, like the, the, I don't know, are they rats or mice? I think it's a rat. That kind of scared me. But then some of the, I don't even know what they're called. I clearly need to refresh my memory on the story. Some of the dancers would also freak me out a little bit. And I, I don't know why. <laughs> but now that I'm an adult, I've gotten really into the Nutcracker Ballet soundtrack because it's so beautiful. It's so Christmassy. And so I decided I'd like to see the Nutcracker again this year. I've seen it once um, when I was a little kid. It was like a super special occasion. And my mom took me and my sister or one of my sisters to go see the Nutcracker. And it was just so special. I didn't go on a lot of like mother-daughter dates or anything as a kid. But it was this one time where I just felt like I was a grown-up going to my mom, like going with my mom to the ballet. And it was such a good memory. So I'm going to recreate that because I'm, I'm making my own Christmas magic. So I'm going to the Nutcracker. And I did a little digging just online. If you don't have you know a ballet company or a big theater near you, which I think you would probably only have if you lived in a big city, a lot of local ballet companies or even high schools have Nutcracker productions around this time of year. So if you have even just a local ballet school, they're probably going to do the Nutcracker. And it might be more of a dance recital or an end of the year showcase rather than you know a big show. But I think ballet shows in general just feel kind of Christmassy to me. And if they are doing one, it's definitely going to be Christmas themed. I think this is also so fun, not to make it all about the outfits, but like I love dressing up in Christmas time. I also feel like going to a ballet is a great opportunity to dress up. Any opportunity I can take to dress up and spend a little extra time on my outfit, my hair, my makeup, and just feel like special makes me really happy. So if you also are looking for an excuse to dress up for something, see if there's a ballet, especially the Nutcracker near you. There probably will be. And that could be such a fun... You could take your mom. You could take your friend. I feel like you could take your grandmother. It could be such a fun like girls outing. Something really fun you can do that's easy to do for free or for cheap is a light tour. So there are a couple different ways you could do this. A lot of towns and cities will have light shows. So maybe at a local park, a local zoo. In my hometown, there's this electronics company that puts one on every year. And usually you'll go drive or walk through, like I said, a park or something. And it'll just be all decorated for Christmas and you sort of drive through on a trail through the lights. So that's really fun. Usually they charge per car. So if you get a bunch of people together in one car and split it, super affordable. But something free you can do that I really, really like is finding the street with the really expensive houses in your area and walking down the street all bundled up for the winter and just admiring their lights. I just love to go look at Christmas lights. I also feel like most towns know that certain people are going all out for Christmas. Or again, at least it is in my hometown. A couple of them would be on Main Street, but there are just people. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a small town thing, but probably not. There's just always one or two houses who you know, they go all out for Christmas. So even just driving by, there's this one in Matthews, this family that goes all out and everybody goes and looks at it and they have like a little donation box by their mailbox because... I'm sure it costs a fortune to use that much electricity. So you go and you don't not charge anything, obviously, but you can sit in your car or walk by the house and just enjoy the light. Sometimes there's like blinking or a light show and then you just like donate a little bit. 
but otherwise you can just find the streets with like the good houses the good lights and walk through those that would be fun if you had a thermos of coffee or hot chocolate that sounds ah that sounds so christmasy oh my god I already know what street I'm going down this year because I did it last year too. There's this one street near me. It's very, very nice. And all of the houses, they must be in the same homeowners association or something, but they all use the same company that sets up their lights for them. That concept alone blows my mind. But they all use the same company and all the lights on the street match. All the houses have the same lights. I did a little digging last year and I discovered that some of these people were booking this company three months in advance to make sure that they got their lights up on time. Like, imagine booking your light setup company in September to make sure your house slayed in December. Iconic. So I I already know what street I'm going down. I just need to find the right night. I've also gone caroling a bunch of times. I, I don't know how I feel about caroling all the time. Because part of me doesn't want to annoy people. But then when I've gone caroling, it's been very, very, very rare that I've gone to a house that seemed not excited that carolers were there. I feel like caroling is a bit of a lost art. People don't go caroling as often. But when I was a teenager, there was this like local group of friends. I didn't know everybody super well. But when I was a teenager, there was this group that would go caroling in one neighborhood every year. And I went a couple times with my siblings. And it was just really special. Most of the time, people are so excited and so happy when you show up because I feel like no one expects to get carolers anymore. I, as a very socially awkward and anxious teenager, felt a little anxious going up to houses, but being in a big group really helped. Sometimes it would be so bad and so funny because the leader of the group would say, okay, at this house, we're singing this song. And then like no one would know all the verses. Like everyone would know the chorus, but then no one would actually know the verses. And for whatever reason, because this was like, it wasn't an organization or anything. It was just people meeting up to go caroling. We didn't have music books or anything. So people would be on their phones, like looking up the lyrics to these songs while we're in the middle of giving this house a show. But in a way, the chaos kind of adds to the charm because it is unfinished. It's just people gathering together to go try to spread a little a little magic. I really, really enjoyed that. And I haven't gone caroling since I was a teenager. And I don't think I could get a big enough group together to go caroling now. But I would love it if other people kept that tradition alive. In my experience, Almost all of the time, people just feel really excited and are very happy to see a group of carolers come up to the house. As long as it's not too late. Don't go at like 8 or 9 p.m. Don't bother people. But that was always a really special experience for me. Spreading Christmas cheer. If you don't want to go caroling, which I get because I feel like it, it could trigger some social anxiety, an alternative, Christmas karaoke. I love karaoke, especially when everyone in your group is a bad singer. <laughs> it's so funny. Every time I've gone karaoke-ing, 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 karaoke-ing. Hmm. Every time I've gone, it's been a blast. You kind of have to decide before you get there. You're putting your dignity on the back burner and you're committing to the bit and you're going all out. I don't want to go karaoke-ing with someone who's just going to stand there in the middle of the stage, like clutching the microphone and looking nervous. I want a show. I want you to be a mega pop star in the middle of a 90,000 person stadium with dance moves, choreography, hair flipping, putting your mic to the audience and saying, let me hear you sing. I want a show. I want a production. 
It's so funny. And if you have a group together that's all on the same wavelength and you all just know like we're committing to this no matter how bad it is. We're doing duets. We're filming each other. We're living in the moment. It's so much fun. And a lot of karaoke places during Christmas time will do Christmas themed nights. I'm telling you, give it a shot. If you've never gone karaoke before, this is the time. If you're watching me on YouTube now, I want to give some context for the fact that this background has slightly shifted angle like 47 times. I'm trying to avoid this sun glare. The sun keeps setting earlier and earlier every day, which I do love. But I didn't realize when I started recording that I was at the wrong time of day because now I'm like, the sun is so strong right now. The window I'm sitting in front of faces the direction the sun sets. So I apologize for the constantly changing angle. Anyway, Christmas karaoke night. Just look it up. Karaoke near me. Get some friends together. Tell everyone. Everyone is committing to the bit. No one is too cool for karaoke, okay? No one is too good for this. And just belt it out. I'm talking Mariah Carey, Ariana Grande, Michael Buble. Like in that moment when you're on stage at karaoke night, you're just as good as they are, okay? Trust me. (laughs) Okay, a couple more things. A lot of local bars will do Christmas themed decorations or even ski themed decorations. I think that's really fun, especially if you have any place near you that has an outdoor section. I feel like at least where I've noticed in places I've lived, a lot of establishments will either set up an outdoor section or just have a corner in their place that either has like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just winter and ski themed. And I think that's really cute. I'm going to one next week before a Caps game. I also, have I ever shared this with you guys? I love ice hockey. It's one of my favorite sports to watch. And every year for the past couple of years, me and some friends have gotten together during the like Christmassy, well, November, December season and gone to a Caps game. And so I'm going next week. And before that, I'm going to hit up a bar in DC that has completely changed their decor to be like ski chalet themed. So I'm really excited about that. So again, I think a lot of romanticizing Christmas and figuring out activities to do is just to go like what's happening in your area. Just Google what's going on in my area. If you live in a city, type it in on TikTok. There's definitely local city bloggers, city influencers that are making guides for what's fun in your area. That's how I got most of these recommendations for stuff that I'm going to go do this December was looking up like Christmas stuff in DC. And then the DC influencers like have given me all the information. Decorating your house is a big one and making a moment of it, you know, dimming the lights, putting on a Christmas album, wearing your pajamas and decorating either your house or maybe one room, setting up the Christmas tree. I think that's such a great way to get in the mood. And I like doing it early so that you have as much time as possible to actually like enjoy the decorations. And something else I love that goes along with that is making a yearly ornament. We did this as kids. My mom had these shoe boxes full of all of our yearly ornaments. And I actually have the shoebox now. And I started making them when I was like three. And they're obviously like not good. (laughs) I'm talking construction paper angels and tongue dispenser angels and clothespin dolls or clothespin Christmas fairies. I'm sorry. And little things like that. I think if you have kids, that's a really cute tradition to start because I really enjoy seeing those ornaments that I made. I think I made one every year from like age three to age 15 or something. And I've started that tradition back up again. 
the Christmas ornament this year. Well, technically my sister's making it. My sister makes a lot of pottery and she offered to make an ornament with Fergus's paw print in it, like Fergus's first Christmas. And that made me realize that I haven't made a yearly ornament in like 10 years. But now that I am married and I am, you know, kind of have a family of my own now, I think that would be so special. Matt and I do have an ornament from last year kind of a first ornament that we got together. And now that we have one for Fergus this year, I think every single year I either want to get a special ornament or make a special ornament. For another activity, you could see if your town has a local tree lighting. You could see if your town is doing a food drive. My building's doing a food drive, so I need to donate to that. I saw the box downstairs just the other day. And something that I talked about I think it was the How to Beat the Fall and Winter Uglies episode was handmaking gifts. I'm crocheting a lot of gifts this year, which I love saying. I love saying that on handmaking gifts. The actual process of handmaking gifts is so stressful because I'm so worried I'm not going to get these done in time. And I'm starting to question the patterns and the items that I've picked out to make because I'm like, why did I think that I could crochet at the speed of light? I don't know. But I'm really committed to it. I've already spent a fortune on yarn, so I like kind of have to do it. And it does feel really, really special to give someone something that you made. Crochet is not very hard to pick up. There are loads of simple patterns that you could make that you definitely still have time to learn how to do. Like if you were to go and get supplies and start learning tonight, you could make a Christmas gift. You could make like a dish towel, washcloths, a scarf, even beanies. They're very, very simple. They don't take that much time. So you definitely still have time to pick up some kind of Christmas, not Christmas, some kind of hobby or craft that you could use to make gifts this year. I posted this TikTok in line with the current trend, just talking about like, have you seen that trend that's like a photo of you looking sad or bad? And it's like, doing the thing and then a photo of you looking really hot and it's like telling people you're doing the thing. I posted one of those about handmaking Christmas gifts and the comments were so funny because some of you were like, yeah, I decided I could make three blankets for Christmas for people this year. And I was like, girl, brave. You're brave. Godspeed. Good luck. Like you are going to need it. (laughs) Definitely see if your area has a local holiday market or a holiday themed Christmas market. DC has one. I. It's not my... Favorite. I think I've just always romanticized Christmas markets in Europe and the UK so much. Like the Christmas market in Prague, I look at photos of every year and I'm like, one day, like one day. I also grew up in the golden age of YouTubers and I was obsessed with Zoella's Vlogmas every year. And so I think I was exposed to UK Christmas markets through her vlogs. And now I'm just like desperate to go to one. And I'm getting to this year because we're going back to Scotland for New Year's. And so when we're in Edinburgh, I've told Matt like the number one thing I want to do, I want to go to a Christmas market. I don't think he understands what this means to me as because he obviously grew up going to these holiday markets. But for me as an American, I'm like, as you don't understand, like I want to go to a UK holiday market so bad. So I'm going to do that. I will probably go to the DC one as well. But that's really fun because again, you don't have to buy anything. Although they usually do have food stands and food trucks if you wanted to grab a hot chocolate or a pastry or whatever. And then you just walk around and enjoy it. And the atmosphere is really positive. If you're looking for Christmas gifts that are super unique, there's always artisanal craft stands or even like local bakers, local artists, things like that. It's a great place to get unique gifts. And the energy there is just amazing. If you are in a relationship and want to start some new traditions, I was looking up just like Christmas couple traditions and I saw the 12 dates of Christmas and I thought it was a really cute idea. 
for me, I don't know if you have to do 12. 12 is a lot and everybody's busy. But maybe the five dates of Christmas or something, or even home dates. I feel like it's easier to do at-home date nights. But you could just decide ahead of time, 12 dates of Christmas. You could use a bunch of activities from this list, write them down on a piece of paper, pick one out on set days or set nights, and just go and enjoy the season together, get some quality time in with your partner. And I also saw sexy stockings, which intrigued me. Basically, they're just sexy themed stockings that you exchange away from the family. And that could... They could contain anything you want. I will let that simmer in your imagination. I think this is fun because it reminds me of Sexy Christmas. If you've watched Ted Lasso, you know that Christmas episode where Keely is talking about doing a sexy Christmas with Roy and then they aren't able to. But the idea of Sexy Christmas intrigued me and just like making it an old school, grown up, dressed up, 1940s Christmas music, like that kind of Christmas. I think that's such a cool idea and I'd love to do that. The last idea I have is one that bleeds over into New Year's as well. And I touched on it at the beginning of the episode. And it's end of year reflections. I'm a big reflections person, arguably because I spend way too much time in my own head and way too much time overthinking about everything. But I love to make reflections. I think this goes hand in hand with gratitude lists, but also just mindfulness in general, which as you guys know, I never stop talking about. So I think it would be really special to set aside some time for you to journal or just meditate or just think about this past year. What's gone right? What's gone wrong? Plans you have for yourself for the new year. I know not everybody likes New Year's resolutions. Some people feel like if you want to change your life, you can start now. I get that. I think there's something really powerful about the energy that surrounds New Year's when loads of people are deciding to make changes for the better in their lives. I think the collective energy that that puts out into the universe is strong and powerful and really encouraging. So I do like New Year's resolutions. But even if you don't do that, I think reflections are very important. And if you are in a couple, one thing that Matt and I have done a bunch of times in the past years is if we have a date night in December or something like that, we set aside time to go over our reflections and we just talk about our journey and our growth together and our future. And it's a good time to make plans and to dream and to think of new things to manifest and talk about where you want to be. But you can also do it by yourself. And I think it's just the best way to end the year. Mindfulness is a big theme in this podcast. I feel like prologues, we talk about this all the time. And I think there's no better time than right now. All right. Those are my ideas for how to make Christmas feel like Christmas again. You definitely don't have to do them all. I don't want the idea of romanticizing Christmas to be another layer of added stress this season. But even if you just pick out one or two, I think putting some very intentional time into recapturing that feeling of Christmas magic and creating it for yourself and really like doing it for yourself, not relying on anybody else, not relying on other people's plans, but deciding, you know, no matter what, even if I have to do this myself, I want to feel good and I want to make Christmas feel magical. I think it's such a great part of romanticizing your life. And I hope that this list and this episode put you in the festive mood, gave you some ideas. And I really can't wait to hear what you guys are going to do to make Christmas feel like Christmas again. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, if you're enjoying prologues, it would help the show so much to give it a five-star rating, hopefully, fingers crossed, five-star rating, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you would like to email the show or submit a question for an upcoming advice episode, you can email the prologues podcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Spotify Wrapped came out yesterday and I was very emotional and overwhelmed to see how many people were posting that Prologues was in their top five podcasts or was their top podcast. And then I actually was able to watch my Spotify Wrapped as a podcaster and I was just really blown away. So it meant so much. Thank you for supporting the show. I'm wishing everybody a very festive and happy start to the holiday season. I think I have talked for long enough, so I will see you guys next week. Bye.